0: dinner table when all of us spent second christmas with mama's cousins over near grasshopper level it was a red letter day though that soon made me want to forget i had ever smiled back a lifetime ago to be sure these days i simply breathe silent questions through the wind my beloved what things do you recall Will you ever know that I am and always will be your Leah, daughter of Abram, sister of Sadie, child of God? They have spoken words, swearing falsely and making a covenant. Thus judgment springeth up as hemlock in the furrows of the field. Hosea 10, verse 4 The area surrounding Gobbler's Knob was home to a good many folk, plain and fancy alike. That summer of 1946, soldiers were streaming home back from the war to Quarryville, just seven miles southwest, and to the town of Strasburg, about five miles to the north. Abram and Ida Ebersall's farmland was part and parcel of Strasburg Township, smack-dab in the heart of Pennsylvania Dutch country. The gray stone two-story house, built more than eighty years before by Abram's father, had a rolling, velvety green front lawn. Behind a modest, white, clabbered barn stabled two milk cows, two field mules, and two driving horses. There were also vegetable gardens, an outhouse, and a soaring windmill that pumped well water into the house. And beyond that, the dense forest loomed. Steer clear of the woods, the village children often whispered among themselves. They warned each other of tales they'd heard of folk getting lost, unable to find their way out. It's true, they'd say, eyes wide. The forest can swallow you up alive. The farmhouse itself was in remarkable condition for its age, Abram and his family cherished the warmth of its hearth and hallways, its congenial rooms. Theirs was a house that, when you were gone from it, you were eager to return. Whenever Abram's daughters took the driving horse and family buggy over to Strasburg to purchase yard goods and whatnot, the sight of the four girls turned many a head. Thirteen-year-old Hannah and Mary Ruth resembled each other to some degree, but not enough for folk to automatically assume they were twins— Due to the vivid hue of their identical strawberry blonde hair, they did make a striking pair when tending the orange and yellow marigolds alongside the road together, or looking after Mam's vegetable and fruit stand. But more times than not it was flaxen-haired Sadie, older than Leah by three unmistakable years, who caused young men to take special notice. Leah, sixteen in a few short weeks, was the only brunette of the bunch, and she strove not to care that Sadie was often singled out. Still, she observed quietly how boys of courting age were drawn to her enticing older sister, especially now that it appeared Sadie was preparing to offer her lifetime covenant to God and the Amish church. Seems the closer Sadie gets to her kneeling vow, the more foolish she becomes, thought Leah, one hot and humid afternoon, while helping Dot bring in the mules from the field. Casually, she asked her father— What do you think is the difference between being sorely tempted and yielding to it? Well, all the difference in the world, as far as the scriptures say. We are admonished to pray lest we fall into temptation. But how does a person avoid being tempted? Tis by steering clear of those who may be tools of the enemy. You mean Englishers? "'Dot lifted his straw hat and scratched his head underneath. "'Seems to me there's a time and a place to mingle with the outside world. "'But when it comes to making close friends or choosing a mate, "'well, you know the best way is way. "'She was trying not to think of Sadie now, "'afraid Dot might wisely see through her questions "'and suspect maybe why she was asking such things. "'Dot gave her a serious look.' But the most important thing about temptation isn't knowing how to avoid it, but how to stand firm against it. Leah fell silent then, not one to wag her tongue about any of her sister's personal concerns. Goodness knows enough gossip when...